There are three things all wise men fear. The sea in storm, a night with no moon, and the anger of a gentle man. Patrick Rothfuss, The Wise Man's Fear. Welcome to the sixth episode of Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. I am Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Jeff. And welcome to the sixth episode. So, gentlemen, what happened last time? We had just returned from failing to find Jacob, and we spent a little bit of time in town doing some follow-up to that. Barrick went and found some books, or a book on the silver flame that he's researching in the hopes that it'll be useful. And Lyle went and talked to Jacob's father to reassure him that we haven't given up uh, hope of finding Lyle or finding Jacob. We're also trying to find Lyle, but that's more of like an existential thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who is Lyle? Uh, and then after that, the prime minister came down and asked us to go to Sharn with him as protectors. And so we got on with the dwarf that was the what was his name the farland farland yeah uh with farland and we joined that okay we met a dragonborn paladin who is the personal bodyguard of the displaced prince of the former kyre mm-hmm. yeah 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 and then while we were on the train some war forged came at us and they don't look nice and things about to pop off so let's do this yeah okay so you're on the train the war forged are in earth sleds rapidly approaching Rash actually breaks away from you and says, I, I have to go protect the prince. And he runs, and you can't clearly hear, but he's clearly talking to Prince Orgev rapidly about what they need to do. So what are what are you all going to do? Can I see where they're going to board? It looks like the earth sleds are starting to break away from each other. It looks like their intention is to have multiple points of entry. Is anyone going for the conducting booth? Because that seems real bad. There's, yeah, there's one headed towards the front of the train. <clears throat> Because lightning rails actually only have a top speed of about 25 miles an hour. so <laughs> Lightning um, is a bit of a misnomer. <laughs> no, that's that's um, the, the, the lightning elemental power. <laughs> that's literally slower than a horse. <laughs> Maybe not sustained. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've met some great horses, guys. <laughs> I don't know what fantasy horses can do. The same as regular horses. Unless, Unless they're, they're magical. Bread. That's the situation. There is a earth sled headed for what looks like the car that you are in. And another one is slowing a bit and headed towards the back of the train. Well, I feel like the one that's coming here and the one that's going to the conducting booth are the two biggest problems. Yeah. And we all have looked out the window at this point to see that, right? I think so. Do we, what's, what, do we remember what's in the back, like the, near the last cart? Cargo. Cargo. We, we never knew what was back there. Like, yeah. I, yeah. We didn't. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, as far as characters have no. Idea oh, yeah, no. So it's just we wouldn't. As, as far as we know, Rukin and Orgov didn't bring on something of vital importance that we need to defend. If they did, they did not tell. Okay, okay sure. And that's yeah. on them. So <laughs> we're just, we're just the help. Yeah. Well, since my character, just because even though what you just said, Philip, I see the one that's starting to kind of hang back and go to the end, and that's more suspicious to me than the headstrong one. So I'm gonna kind of follow him and start heading back towards the last the last one. How many on each sled? There are 12 on each slide. 
Ooh. Oh. So there are 36 Warforged. There was three. So never mind. All right. Okay, so it's a monstrously bad idea for us to split up. Absolutely, so yeah. Deal with them. I mean, I, th- I I think that... We've got to stay together. Well, yeah. I, I, I think that I wouldn't even need to say that because we all know... Guys, let's... Guys, uh, fellas, we've got to... Uh, if they stop the train, we're done. Right? I mean, if they take control of the train, I think that we need to head up head up front. So keep, just keep the train going? I'm asking y'all. No, I see what you're saying, because there's there's all number of things, and then and the elemental's up there, and you don't want that out. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Whatever uh, that is, yes. So Barrick turns towards the... Well, that's that's the propulsion system of the thing, is there's a... There's a ch- ch- there's a trapped elemental at the front of the train, so I figured it I feel was like magic. Feel like <laughs> breaching that would be really bad because then there's like a big giant living lightning monster. Oh, but that's so cool! <laughs> it is, but right also it kills you. right. Oh yeah, well yeah, at a distance. Like if we could get everybody safely away from the yeah. train it's and like then trains, watch, it's trains watch are that cool happen. from a distance. It's that's so cool in the abstract, but this is very <laughs> much a practical issue. Uh, Barrick turns to Rukin then and says, "Uh." Prime Minister, unless you have strong objections, we feel that the best thing for us to do is go and try and defend the uh, to try and defend the conductor's cabin and prevent them from taking control of, of the train. I will leave this to your judgment. Yes, go run. Okay, so Barasha stays oh. stays here. Like we're not leaving. Barasha this is place unarmed. No, he's staying with Orgev. Good. So, I mean, he's a radical NPC, but I don't <laughs> want. I, I would like someone armed to be in the passenger cabin. Too. Yeah. You all enter the conductor car, and you see the conductor up there, who you have not met yet, but he looks rather stressed and is freaking out because that he's doing his best. You see that he is stressed holding on to the controls, like just very focused on that, but the stress of the Warforged are kind of causing his concentration to falter, and the train is not like starting and stopping, but it's slowing a bit because he. the thing is he has to use his concentration to coerce the elemental to go faster. And since there are distractions, that's causing issues. Does this door lock? Uh, yes. Will you lock it? Uh, can, can you? There's just a latch. Well, I don't uh, want to be locked inside it. Well, the, I want to deal with the things that are outside it, but I want you to be locked in here. Uh, oh, okay. Um, and he if t- I had another level, I could cast Mage Hand, um, but I he, don't. <laughs> he takes his hands off the controls to go lock the door, and you notice the train begins to slow as he's away from the controls, and then it, if it yeah, I was gonna say picks up a little bit once he gets back. So, how much space is between the cars? Like, how much exterior? How much outside is there between each car? About three feet. Okay, so three, three and, to four. And 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 Warforged are relatively wide, so we may have a. They're humanoid. They're medium sized. Oh, I, I yeah. thought they were larger. Okay, broader at least, like a little bit, but not. Okay, so being being standing between the car, can I sort of lean out and get a get a view of, of what their what their plan appears to be? Okay, so yes, there are the earth sled that's coming up to the conductor car. You see some of the Warforged beginning to prep these devices that look like they are designed to rapidly cut through metal. Like um and the earth sled that was heading towards the dining car is actually sidling up next to it now at this point, and they're about to bring their tools into the side of the car. You have lost sight of the third earth sled. Do we need to go back to the dining car? If they cut into the tr- into the into the conductor's booth. I mean, as you all are having this moment of thought and crisis, you hear a battle roar, for lack of a better term. And any of you that look in the direction 
from the outside of the train, you see a silver dragonborn paladin leap through the window of the train and land on the earth sled and begin just trying to wreck as many warforged as he can. How far am I from the front earth sled at this point? The one that's coming towards this? I mean, they're aware of you now because they've pulled up and are trying to get in the right position. So probably eight feet. I cast create bonfire on the floor of the earth sled under the feet of whoever's driving it. Okay. Okay, so we in this. It's, I mean, we were anyway, but now it's... it's you want to negotiate? No, it has, it's, <laughs> it has begun. Yeah. So that is a DC what? Um, dex check? Yes, that's going to be a dexterity saving throw. 15. 15. Okay. He does not succeed. Excellent. So. He takes 8 fire damage. Okay. All right, and how, how far away was the... I think you said 30 feet, something like that. The sled? Yeah. Eight feet. Oh, like eight feet. It's like right there. All right, what about the next one? The, I'm, the, the one that Barash is on? Yeah. The, uh, Barash. We're talking considerably farther down the line. Now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably a solid 15-ish feet, because, I mean, it's in the car right next to yours, but you're in between the cars right now, so the angle is a little okay. weird. Oh, okay. I have a thought. Can I, can I try to get something off, or would you need to roll for initiative now? You can try to get something off. I'll, I'll let each of you try to do okay. one thing if you want. I don't really know much about the mechanics of an earth sled, but... Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, flick the lever, get my ribbon weave out, and I'm going to try to trip the driver. See if I if I can get him off the controls. Okay. So I don't remember. I, I mean, you I get advantage on checks with the intent to trip, mm-hmm. and it is a strength versus his strength or dexterity. It's strength. That. But since easy. it's a finesse weapon, you can use your dexterity modifier. Oh, that's right. Okay, then we're gonna be okay. All right, but I get advantage as well. So. That's a 14. And this is a... Um, he rolled a natural 20 on his... Yeah, well, my second one was a 7. So out of the together, that's 21. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works, right? I'm, yeah. new, I'm new here. Well, with his dex modifier, it's a 22 then. So, um, All right, so I did not trip it. No, you did not. Okay. Well, Anything uh, you would like to do? How close are... Like, can I reach... Eight feet. They're eight feet. But what, to get to that eight feet, would I need to... Like, could I... Am I on the further... If I was at the furthest point of the car... Where we're yeah, at, I mean, closest. you're in between cars, so you're on, like, the little walkway that goes in between the cars to, I mean, yeah. Gotcha. So, like, if I were to reach out, I probably couldn't reach him if no. with an axe? you could not. Uh, you could throw your axe, but... No. <laughs> That'd be bad for me. So, uh, I took battle stance. <laughs> okay. So, the driver's not having a great time, but he has to control the earth sled so he can't move out of the bonfire... So he gets to make another deck saving throw to see if uh, he... No, as long as every time he starts his turn there, he just takes the damage. Okay, how much damage? Three. Three? Okay, that one actually, the, the wood that connects the metal panels that make up the Warforge catch on fire, and he begins, like, freaking out and jumps out of the earth sled, and another one kind of dives up to grab the controls to continue their pursuit. So and so he dives into the fire? He, he dives... Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> how do they stop the fire, I guess, is the question. Like, uh, can they? It, uh, it lasts as long as I can maintain concentration on it or for one minute. Okay. All right. In that case, I step in front, if I wasn't already, of Barrick between... I'm going to take the hit. He can keep concentrating for at least the next what's okay, that, well, four rounds. So, since he dove into the fire, he takes damage. So, how much damage does he take? I need to make sure that he... Yes, he does. He takes the damage when he... Enters? Yeah. Okay. Okay, at this point, some of the other Warforged have spotted you, and so... Oh, I'm sorry, before, before, 
when that just that short amount of time where uh, they lost control. Yeah. Did was there a noticeable swerve off course? Was there? No, it just slow? started. It started to slow down a little bit, but they were able to correct it and get it back up to speed. So some of the Warforged are going to make athletics checks to jump at you all. Okay, three of them make it. One falls underneath the lightning rail. As sweet. Um, that's a good way to handle them. <laughs> Where do they land? Is there like? I mean, you all are just crowded in between oh, the train okay. cars at this point. Let's go and roll initiative now. Got a 19. 16. 20. Nice. Okay. Draconos, you are up first. Cool. Well, which... The one that I'm assuming... Anyone that is, like, up on me... They are pretty much all, all up on them? you because there's not a whole lot of room in between these spaces. Okay. If he's up on my shield, basically I want to take my axe and try to swing, like, to the back of his head and, like, knock him to where, like, I'll knock him on the back of his head and he will then, like, headbutt my shield. That's 18. You hit. Yay. Let's see what damage I do. Six. Okay. Lyle's turn. All right. We are all very close to each other, and this is a 15-foot sword. Yes. So I, I want to... I know, I can use it as blunt damage. I can mm-hmm. suck it back in and just use it as a as a beaten stick. Yeah. Are the stats the same? Is it still 1d8 plus 5? You would lose your, your grappling advantage thing, but right. yeah. But yeah. if I was swinging it, I would still get 1d8 plus 5. Okay. Yeah. Second question... Warforged are not mysterious to no. anybody. No. Would I know then, or what would I have to roll to to know if I know? I mean, they're robots. Maybe blood damage doesn't do much against them. Would would I know that? What do I need to roll to know if I know that? Is what I'm saying. Should I, mean, I just keep swinging around? My no, head? because they they were they were built to be soldiers, and so on the battlefield and things like that, there were no weapons per se that did more or less damage to them they were pretty standard it, it's more things like poison and disease that, okay okay yeah. okay I, I just like i didn't know if they were cause i don't know what they're made of i didn't know if they were made of sure. metal yeah. or it, it's adamantium like, it's like a person wearing armor essentially okay okay yeah. okay okay cool well then i am going to suck the blade back in so that i don't have any collateral damage of, of my friends <laughs> especially okay. in case i roll a, we a critical that. fumble Thanks, buddy. <laughs> um and uh i will there are three on with us right now, right? Yes. And one has a little bit of damage. Yes. The one that is the closest to Barrick, the one that looks like he's heading after Barrick, is the one that I want to dissuade from doing that. So I'm going to okay. attack him with my cane, essentially, now. And that is a 14. 14? That's a hit. All right. And that does 1d8 plus 5 and an extra d6 because he's within 5 feet of... Eric, so that does 10, 15 damage. Okay, you kill him. All right. So, one that was making a move on Barrick, you thwap in the back of the head, and he falls off the train underneath the train car. I say, Barrick, you better keep making that fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Barrick, it is your turn. All right. So, there's three of them still on the platform here with There us? are two of them on the platform with you. Okay. I would like to... Which, which means there are six left on the sled, right? Because... One fell off and bumped his head. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, no. Six plus the driver. So seven total. Okay. I'd like to clamber up onto the roof of the train. Okay. Because we just... Some, someone's got to do it. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I was getting that. I assume, I assume there's like a ladder for access or... Yeah. Okay. So I clamber up onto the roof of the train. You turn to a bat and fly up there. And <laughs> I do not do that. I, uh, I lean over and I'm going to... They, I, I feel confident that they can handle the two guys on the platform, so I'm going to work, try and work on the uh, car some more. Okay. So I lean over, 
and I flick my wrist out, and this chain of sort of crackling black energy leaps out at the driver, and I need him to make a strength check, a strength saving throw, uh, DC 15. Does not succeed. All right, so here's what, how this works, and I'll let you decide what happens because of this. This is lightning lure. Uh, I've grabbed him, and it pulls him 10 feet straight towards me. Okay. I feel like from the angle, I should be able to slam him into the car, at which point he falls and dies. That's my goal. So I'll let Is you... there any damage involved with that attack? Only if he ends his only if he ends up within five feet of me. Okay. So, um, so if he ends up on top of the roof with me, he'll take some damage no, otherwise. I, I will say that's fine. Okay. So Barrick just lashes out, grabs him, and then jerks this this shadow lasso uh, and slams him into the side of the car and then lets go. Excellent. Another Warforge jumps up to be the driver, and they're starting to get a little bit closer. Yes. Seven fire damage. Okay. <laughs> He's starting to get a little bit closer to the conductor car, but he's having to deal with fire. And it's kind of the same deal with the conductor being stressed, having something else on his mind. I mean, these Warforged are having to try to control the earth elemental that's in these sleds. So it's, yeah, not not going as well as they were hoping it would. So Lyle, the Warforge that has not been hit, is going to attack you. Okay. And you notice these Warforged do not have weapons at all. Hmm. And you realize why when this... Warforge starts to throw a flurry of punches and kicks at you. Um, Warforge ninjas. <laughs> Yikes. Unexpected. Yeah. That's a 13. Well, he, he throws them at me, but he does not connect. Well, that's the, the first punch. But you don't catch them. Right. How many, how many did he get? Monks get to punch a bunch. That's even less, so no, that's not going to do it. And Draconos, the one that you hit, is going to kind of... He's in a daze after hitting his forehead on your shield, but he's going to try to knock your shield out of the way and punch, kick, punch, kick. Your AC is like 21 now, right? Yeah, it's 21. Okay. Nope. <laughs> 19. Closer. Boy, these Warforged just, they, they lost their their, uh, their cunning after the war ended. <laughs> they just really let themselves go. Barrick, you see, to your horror, three sets of hands appear on the side of the car over where the earth sled for the... Did you get up on top of the conductor car or the di- the dining car? I would have gotten up on top of the dining car. That's what I visioned yeah, too. That, that, that's so what it would have been. Three Warforged kind of pull themselves up and land and look at you. Bollocks. <laughs> that would have been such a great end of episode moment. Darn it. Um, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this 15-minute episode of Everyone <laughs> News. That moment was just too good. To keep you going. probably didn't, though. Um, <laughs> you just end the episode and release two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's their turn getting up on there, so they can't attack you yet. And two more are going to try to leap over to you two. Success. And that's 20, so success. You have... There's three with us now? or There's there's four with you now. Four now. And there are four left on the card. On the slide. Okay, there's three on on top with with Barry. Was that the driver's turn just now? What? When those guys left off, was that also the driver's turn? He already took damage because you killed the driver. Another one jumped up there to take over entering the fire and he took damage right when he entered the fire but he also if he ends his turn in the fire he also takes I thought damage. starts his turn in the fire I'm sorry I apologize it ends I, I did that wrong oh. but it wouldn't have mattered the first time we did it but I did well, that okay wrong then. I apologize so go ahead and roll damage three okay. he's still <laughs> so yes but there, he's not really happy about it at this point. <laughs> there are four with you three up on top with Barrick. unless Barrick communicates that to you you probably wouldn't 
see that because it's on top of the cart and you're in between carts. Right, and we wouldn't have seen... Well, we would... But wouldn't we notice that there were suddenly less on the sled? They're from a different sled. They're from the sled that oh, right. uh, Rash jumped onto. <laughs> They're fleeing Barash. <laughs> <laughs> it is now back around to Draconos. Yeah. So you still got that one that you bonked in the head with your shield. Oh, okay. Because uh, she just tried to punch me, and I don't like that. So I want to ax him again, but I don't want to do it in the head this time. What are there like areas in between where it looks like? Because I know you said like there's wood inside them. Are there places yeah. where like I can see that at all? Yeah, yeah. The, basically, their body composition is armor, like metal plating, mm-hmm. but all of where the joints are and everything, the bendable stuff is wood. Okay. Is there anything like of a spine to them? Yeah, but it's it's underneath. It's inside of it. Okay. I'm gonna try to chop a leg off. Okay. Good. Aim aim for the the wood inside of him, but try okay. to chop that off. All right. Yeah, let's roll that again, shall we? Because I threw it off. Uh, so that would be 20. That is a hit. Yay. Two damage roll. That would be seven damage. Your axe buries into the wood uh, connective tissue of his leg. And as you pull it out, he like screams in agony and grabs his leg. And because he lost his balance, he falls off and hits the ground and rolls underneath the train car. Can I? This is a question for you. Am I strong enough to pick his leg up? You didn't cut it off. It like oh, went halfway through. Okay. You knocked like him that. off balance and caused him to fall off the tree. Okay. I thought, what do you I, want with his leg? I was use it as a weapon. You have an axe. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, I bet this leg is cool. It's yeah, sweet. but it's insulting. Lyle. <laughs> that's true. It would be really. Okay. One of the ones that's jumped on with us. Yep. I'm you going. got three yeah. now. Uh, and they're all unhurt, right? They're yes. All brand new, fresh. Off the factory line, so I don't even care which one. The one that's closest to me. Okay. Wait, no. They're all within five feet of him, right? Yes. Okay, because we're all right there in the yeah. scrub. So yeah, so it doesn't matter. The one that's closest to me. That's a fifteen. That's a hit. And wait, that's the wrong one. Sorry. Where's my D8? Eight plus that's nine damage. Nine damage. Okay. All right. You got three facing you. At the down at the other end of the car. No, you were standing on the car, and they climbed up pretty much in, in front of you. Oh, so they're all, like, adjacent to me, so to speak. I mean, the train cars are fairly wide, so there can be some distance, but you're not within melee range yet. So. Okay, very shots on. Uh, company up here, you're on your own with the cart down there. And he stands up and draws his short swords and rushes towards them. And I want to get to a place where I am within melee of all three of them. Okay. Because rather than attack them with his short swords, he sort of... Uh, jumps a little bit, does the you know superhero landing, and <laughs> where he punches the cart, uh, tendrils of dark energy leap out. Okay, at them, uh, and I need <laughs> them I'm over here with like I swing my axe. <laughs> I have a feeling to make a strength save. That if anybody from Wizards listens to this podcast, they're going to realize just how OP the mage is in their UA <laughs> release. And um, he will not look like this when he comes out officially. <laughs> What's the DC? 15. 15? Okay, one saves, the other two do. All right, he's going to take half damage. Okay. That is seven necrotic damage. Okay. And they cannot take reactions until their next turn. How much movement do I have? Probably only had to move maybe five feet in melee range. Okay, I would like to turn around, run away, and jump towards the conductor's car. Okay. (laughs) So give me an athletics check to jump that gap. You're certain it's not acrobatics? I mean, it's only three feet. 
I mean, if you do a flip while you do it, I guess we can just do acrobatics. Acrobatics it is. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> 19. 19. Yeah, you pretty sizably clear the gap. And he, he does do a flip? Oh, yes. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> Yo, Beric, that was sweet. <laughs> so, like, are we standing down there with these people, like, all up on us, and then we just see, like, <laughs> run above us? Beric, as you land and look back at the three Warforged that you left, you see... Yeah, so you see one of the Warforged as you look back at them. All of a sudden, a a vine, a thorny vine, wraps around one of them from behind, and all of a sudden, he is pulled and goes flying off the train, and you see Farlin standing on top of the train car, and he like sees you seeing him and makes eye contact and goes... He put, puts his fingers over his lips at you. And he pulls out a quarter staff and stands on top of the train car, ready to take on these warforged that you left behind. Farlin, <laughs> I know I don't see that, but I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so you and Farlin are on top of the conductor's car. We know you. I'm, I'm on the conductor's car. Farlin's on the dining, on the dining, dining car. car. So we and we don't. I don't know Farlin. Okay. No. no. Well, you I, don't, I, you, I did just go Farlin. <laughs> I, for all I know, that's a swear word. <laughs> At the same time, it's like a 25 mile an hour wind, right? Yeah. right. So. And you may just be yelling. Yeah. Where the hell are you, Farland? Why are you echoing it up? <laughs> or I guess not um, echo. Uh, uh, or blurred. Or maybe Farland just appeared behind me again. Just like echo. Ah! No. That was a dramatic entrance to reveal his power. It's <laughs> intentional this time. Don't want to throw that dwarf. So it is the Warforge's turn. So the three that are in the mix with you all, one is going to attack Lyle. Mm-hmm. That is going to be... Uh, on the first attack of 21. Yeah, that hits. That is 8 damage. And the second attack is a 14. That's a miss. Okay. Oh, no, not so, damage. I know, I was like, 40 damage? <laughs> no. So one punch lands right in the ribs. And then Draconos, they're coming after you. Okay. They can tell after having attacked you one time that they need to kind of focus. They can't be as flashy, so they're going to focus on throwing a single punch at you with more directness okay. rather than being flashy about it. So that's a 15 and a bleh, 6 or 12. <laughs> um, so no, they're not going to do that. <laughs> I was going to say, can I catch their did, did the driver just end his turn in my fire again? Uh, we're not to the end of their turn yet. Okay. <laughs> so the two on top of the dining car are going to go after Farland since Beric is now out of their reach. That is a hit. And hit. That's a bummer. That's a big bummer. Okay, driver ended his turn. So, seven fire damage. He's dead. Another one leaps up to take over controls. (laughs) One fire damage. So, I love it. What round are we on? I think I've taken four turns, so I should have six more rounds of, of that thing. Okay. Six more. Yeah, unless I lose. Because last a minute. Yeah, that's right. So, Draconos, awesome. you got two up on you punching it. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna pick one of them that tried to punch me. Okay. The whichever one rolled the 15 because he seemed a little stronger. Okay. Is he to my left or my right? He's to your right. He's to my right. Okay. Then I want to like bring my uh, battle axe up towards my face, like with, yeah. my, with my right hand, and just wildly like counterclockwise swing and try to just go like straight up to the center. Just okay. Whoosh, right between his legs. Okay. Between his legs? Ugh. If he's like looking yeah. at No, no, sure, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I, just, I didn't think you were going that low. Like, yeah. You were up here. No, cool. he's like, gotcha. Yeah. So that is 19. That's a hit. 
11. It just sinks like four inches oh. deep into the space between his legs because Warforged <laughs> are asexual beings. Right. And he just wretches and then slumps and falls off the train car. <laughs> can I look at Lyle and be like, just give him a, just the best thumbs up. How come I'm dropping damage on these guys too? How come I can't knock any of them off balance with my stick? Because you're not dealing as much damage. Oh, fine. Um, I did kill one in one blow earlier. Yeah. So it is now Lyle's turn. So there's two on with us, right? Yes. And three on the cart. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna... Okay, on the train, any of them damaged? The ones that are up... The two that are with... The two are with you. One is damaged. You damaged one. That's right. The one I gave nine to, I yeah. think. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm going after him again. Okay. That's a 22. That's a hit. Mm-hmm. And... Nine more. Nine more. That... You... Whap him on the head and he kind of dazes a little bit and <laughs> takes a step backwards and there's nothing there and he just falls <laughs> off the That's train. exactly what I wanted. <laughs> so now it is Varric's turn. All right, so you're uh, on the conductor car. I take out my longbow and I want to shoot at one of the two that are attacking Farlin. Okay. And as an archer, I'd like to argue that with a 25 mile an hour backwind, I should have advantage on the attack. Does it work like that? Actually, yes. Okay. You get a lot more range out of it at the very least. Well, but you don't... Okay. <laughs> You're the GM. I'm just going to argue for it. I'm on his side. I'll say sure. <laughs> and there's 36 of these guys, so you can take out a couple with advantage. Oh, my God. Oh. Wow. That's sad. What? That's going to be 11. The arrow flies just a little bit wide. Also, just past Farland's head and like... like Sorry, Farland. It is now Farland's turn. So Farlin runs up in between the two that are standing there, makes a half-hearted little dwarf leap, and lands, not superhero style, but like with both mm-hmm. feet, and roaring thunder just leans out from where his feet landed, and these guys need to make a saving throw. And they both roll a one. So, nice. So, um, they both just go flying off the train. Over awesome. the earth sled and just land on the ground. Um, you all heard a crash of thunder. You don't know why. The skies are clear. Sure. So that was weird. But <laughs> yeah, it is now the Warforged turn. So can you see from where you are uh, the other two sleds? You can see the one sled up against the dining cart that Rash is still wrecking shop on. Okay. And you cannot see the other one, though. The, third, right. the third one has disappeared from your sight. Three more Warforged climb up on top of the train where Farlin is. And then the last two that are on the sled are going to try to make the jump to you all. They both fail. (laughs) So they leap and just land on the ground and roll underneath the train. So that sled's empty? Is it just the driver? Just the driver. Okay. He was about to end his turn in the fire. And three on top of the train. And then eight fire damage. He's still up. Um, And then 12 unaccounted for Warforged. So... I say out loud, I don't know if you're going to hear it or not, that's up to him. I say, the driver ain't boarding. Like, guys, we don't need to worry about the driver. He's not going to board. He's got to drive, and he's also about to die. So There's still, like, one or two up on us, right? Like, there are, there is one. Up one. On. Oh, okay, so, like, you're saying that to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and he's, like, <laughs> he's listening. <laughs> Since he's away from you in terms of where the wind would be and everything, I'm going to say... You, you might hear Lyle speaking, but you cannot understand okay. what he's saying. You just hear. <laughs> um, like you hear a didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is now Draconis' turn. Hey, 
Well, I'm gonna try to take out this last guy. So I'm gonna. My arm is is still kind of out. Yeah. From hitting that last guy. Where's the other guy in relation to me? On your left. On my left is Lyle gonna be? Is he in between us or is yeah. it like? So it's Lyle and then him. I mean, is it, uh, Lyle no, it's the, him then Lyle. Oh, cool. Yeah. Then I'm just gonna like turn and like leap towards him and try to just like. Like, ah, okay. you know, like slam it down on top of his head. Yeah. So that would be 21 to hit. You definitely hit. Okay. Eight damage. You jump up and your axe kind of slams into his shoulder and you pull it out. He's still up, but he is hurt. Lyle. And he's the last one. With you, yeah. Right, right, right. The but, last one that you're aware but, of. But also the last one that could come by my judgment that yeah. I don't think Driver's going to get on. Okay, I just wanted to know that for... Okay, um, I'm going to I'm gonna swing at him with my stick. That's oh. a critical oh. Okay. I'm so glad I don't have that blade out right now. Roll your D10 yeah. and your percentile uh, die. Me too. 27. <laughs> Philip. Oh, God. I think I know what's about to happen. You are knocked back. In, um, into the dining car. Ten feet. Into the, the dining car. <laughs> I, I was standing right by the door. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Suck. Well, you guys got a dexterity saving throws? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I Typically, I did just roll a one. So let's just see. Hang on. Now what do you do? Do you switch dice? Or has it already <laughs> used its one? No, no. I, 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 I think this one rolls better. It's going to roll better for me today. That's for damn sure. Dexterity. Yep. Saving. Yep. Saving throw. That's a 22. Okay, so... You go Sorry, to twenty one. Pardon. You go to swing your cane, and the warforge kind of blocks your hit and like swings your arm in such a way to where he pushes you in the chest. And as you go flying back, you reach the cane out and catch it on like a rope that's hanging from the train car, and just kind of slam up against the side and are hanging on for dear life as the train continues to speed along. Okay, uh, here's a question: Can I use a bonus action? Yeah. Or, or let me. T- I have dash as a bonus action. Can I use that to try to get back on solid footing? Yeah. Whether it's up or between the cars again. Yeah. You one- could. You could either pull yourself back, or, I mean, like I said, you're attached to a rope, so you can grab that rope and pull yourself up if you want. I'm gonna get up on top of the dining car then. Oh, what do I have to? It's a, would it be acrobatics. Uh, athletics to climb. Okay. Uh, but you have a rope, so it's gonna be pretty right, simple. Sure. Um, I'm even looking. Athletics is pings off of strength. Strength. Oh. Are you sure? What if I do a really cool aerial? <laughs> you're, cli- you're climbing rope. A, a Cirque du Soleil yeah. style flipper. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. That's where my head's at. That's a 10. Okay, yeah, you, you make it. I mean, okay. you, you, you're climbing a rope. It just happens to be on the side of a right, and moving train. And I get up there and I say, oh, Farlin, what, was that you? Oh, God. Hey, look. I'm- yeah, Farlin's <laughs> some kind of druid or something. Shut up. And I say, what? <laughs> You're too far away. Oh, the wind's behind me. Yeah. Oh, oh. so you have advantage on speak rolls? <laughs> he, he can't hear you because the, okay. the wind doesn't carry your voice to him. All but, right. Um, that's just science, right? Um, Sorry to leave you alone with the last guy. Oh, I think fine. we'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. And also, I really had no choice. If he dies, like... Uh, okay. I'm going to go back onto the dining car. Okay. Uh, so, whatever... Roll you want me to make to jump the, the three feet. You can do your acrobatics again. Okay. <laughs> Twelve. Yeah, the wind's at your back, so it'd be an easier. Yeah, I just spread my cloak out. <laughs> <laughs> and Lyle sees you fly through the air like a bat. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, and I will charge down the 
down the length of the thing and attack. Uh, how many Warforged are still up there? Three. Three. Okay. Uh, then I will rush in and attack one of them with my short swords. Okay. So. Yeah, that's going to miss almost certainly. That's ten. Yes. Miss. And then a uh, bonus action, I'll use my other short sword and attack him. That's better. Uh, that will be a 25. Hit. All right, so he just sort of slides in, misses with the first, and then jabs at the second short sword for two damage. Okay. Are you in the cart, or are you on top? On top. Just, on, top on top of the, the cart, yeah. The, the dining cart. Yeah, I'm, I'm on top with Farlin and Lyle. Okay, cool. Epic, epic train fight. Yes. Wind blown by all that. Okay, it is now Farlin's turn. So he is going to position himself to where he can do this again. So Thorn Whip. 21. All right, it, it's irrelevant how much damage he does. <laughs> he hits. So he grabs another one of the Warforged and yanks it. The one that you stabbed. Like you run up, stab it. He wraps it around the vine and yanks it off the train. Awesome. And it goes flying. Now it is the Warforged turn. So the two that are left on, well, let's resolve the one down there with you. Yeah. He's going to try to punch you real good. He does not. Um, That's that's why I I was okay leaving you. (laughs) Um, And the two up there, one's going to attack Barrick and one's going to attack Farlin. All right. So Barrick, that is going to be a 22. That definitely hits. That's going to be six damage. And you need to make a concentration save throw. Oh, yes, I do. Which is against what number plus the damage? 10 plus half the damage, so 14. Okay. 16. Okay, so the fire stays lit. And the one that attacks Farlin, that is a miss. So, end of the turn. Driver takes damage. Go ahead and roll. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Okay, he dies, and the earth sled that was up near the driver's car kind of diverts off and begins to slow. So, it is now Draconis' turn. You still got that guy down there with you. Yeah, let's see. Do I want to do any fancy? Uh, if it's just one, I'm just going to... Uh, swing and hit. Yeah, I'm going to... We'll do it. We'll swing and hit. Okay. We'll see if I can... We'll swing. We'll, we'll swing. Uh, oh, we will swing. Eight. <laughs> that is a miss. You got a little overconfident being one-on-one. And... <laughs> yeah! And then, like, just, like, threw it, but didn't... <laughs> All right, I need to know everything I see from my new vantage point. I'm in a um, place I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you're on top of the car. Now, Barrick and Farland are kind of at the far end of the car from you, about... 15 feet away, um, fighting two Warforged. You just witnessed Barrick stab one, and then a magical vine of thorns emerged out of Farland's hand, wrapped around the Warforged, and flew him off the train. So, that's new, but yeah, that's what you got. Yeah, but I've seen crazier things. And then, how many are... I, I can see Rash in the other sled it's right now right it no because you were on the opposite side of the car so you just climbed up so he's like right up against the car on the other side so i i could turn around and see how many were in there with him and just right you would have to go to the other side of the car and look down okay gotcha yeah gotcha and i and even from this vantage point i there's no way that i could see the third sled no okay i guess i'm going to rush over to these two guys and attack the remaining Warforged okay. on top of the train. I want, though, now that I've got a little space to move, to try the trip <laughs> attack again. Okay. So, that's a 17. That's a 10. So, 17? Yeah. All right, cool. I, I, try, I try to trip him. 
do I succeed in tripping him or do I just roll for damage? Yeah, you, you succeed in tripping him. That's um, so, but not it, off the train tripping him. Well, here, here's how the scene plays out. Okay, in my mind, if you want to get him off the train, basically, yeah. you kind of have to go position yourself behind Barrick. Mm-hmm. Um, so the warfort Barrick is in between you and the warforge, mm-hmm. and you essentially have to shout to Barrick, jump as the ribbon weave comes in, grabs the warforge, and you're able to like pull him to the left to cause him to fall off the train. I absolutely do that. Well, that's exactly how I did <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. So that was that was in my head um, too. You guys saw that, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clear's dead. Okay. Let me set the scene. I'm on top of the train. <laughs> I say, Barrett, jump. And Barrick, being uh, apparently having the powers of glide, like Princess, <laughs> like princess Peach, <laughs> does a really big graceful jump and gives me all the time I need to. It's true. Weave the ribbons and okay, trip the dude. So he is out of there. It is now Barrick's turn. So there's only one guy left on the yes. cart with us. Okay. Uh, Barrick turns and, yeah, I'm just going to make both attacks against him. Uh, that's 23. That's a hit. 11 piercing damage. So okay. Stab him in the back. Yes, you, you stab him in between some of the armor plates covering his spinal area, and he just goes limp and falls on top of the train. Awesome. As this last Warforge falls, the wind is rushing by you and the sound of the, the lightning from the conductor car crackling, and you hear a familiar voice from below of Rukin shout, They have the prince! End of episode. Ah, That's why bodyguards shouldn't jump out of the train. Barash. Gosh, I hate hearing the words end of episode, but... So now that we are at it, thanks again for listening. Wanted to give you guys our social media places you can find us again. We are on Facebook at The Geek Pantheon. Search for The Geek Pantheon. We're on Instagram and Twitter at The Geek Pantheon. Wanted to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of his music. You can find his music at www.freepdmusic.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you with the next one.